from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. All that ridicule you took. Every bit of the ridicule you took after getting your butt beat. When you pound on their butt tonight, you think about that. You take every bit of your energy, every fiber in your bone, and you take it and you beat the piss out of them. I'm talking about beat the piss out of them. Let's go whip their ass. Let's go. Balls of steel in about an hour. Happy Monday. Tom in Pittsburgh. Hey, Bill. We'll be monitoring the show from Aruba the next 27 days. Taking the show international, Bill. Dom up in Pittsburgh, big Notre Dame fan, will be slumming in Aruba for a month. <laughs> no one, Dom, I don't think he's slumming. No, not at all. Yeah, Dom, appreciate that, good friend. Coach Pete will join us Friday from the Cayman Islands. Pete on Friday, and remember, we never got on the air from the Omni, so we had to send it over to the station and finish it about the last hour and a half of the show. And Coach Pete said, Bill, I'm good for Friday. I'll be in the Caymans, though. Just call me. I'm I'm available. I'll be in the Grand Cayman, where I went uh, on my honeymoon, Michelle and I. Absolutely gorgeous. Very gorgeous. Here's a outstanding question from Peter in Syracuse. Bill, and this is on the text line, 615-844-5600. Text line is back up. I encourage you to use it. Now, if you're on Twitter, I'm not saying change. I'm just saying that if you aren't on social media and you're not a phone caller, we don't take many calls. If you're a person who does want to communicate, but texting is your comfort level. You don't want to be on social media. You're not going to dial us up. You don't like your voice on the air. There's many people like that. Most of your audience is like that. Texting is very non-invasive, right? You can text the show. If you have a point you want to get across, if you have an item you have a question about, like Peter here, Feel free, 615-844-5600. Put that in your phone, 615-844-5600. Peter in Syracuse, Bill, what do you think happens with the little sisters of the poor like Syracuse? Do we wind up playing Holy Cross on Tuesday nights in Ottawa? Wow. I like his wordsmithing there, Bill. 
What about Syracuse? You think we're going to wind up playing Holy Cross Tuesday nights in Ottawa on the uh, – what's that network I'm going to have to buy to watch Tony Balls a week from Friday? Is it the Flow Network? What's that thing called? I'm going to I'm gonna pay 30 bucks for three games. That's not bad. I mean, I, that's okay. I'd prefer to get it on ESPN+. Plus. What is that network again? I can't even remember. Yeah, to watch three Tony Vols games, I'm going to have to order the uh, Flow Network or whatever. Syracuse, Holy Cross, Tuesday night, Ottawa, Canada on the Flow Network. Peter, that is a very good question. Let's take ourselves back to the summer of 2010. You want to revisit that again? Here on the show. Now, I'm not going to go deep into it. I could go as deep as you want into it. I lived it, but no need today. That was the last time that some schools, Big 12 in this case, were wondering where are we going to go. And that's what Peter's asking about his beloved school, Syracuse. The Cuse is in the house. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's going to happen there? What are we going to do? What are we going to do with the Carrier Dome? Just have old Grateful Dead concerts in there? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, first of all, I like Peter a lot, so I hope everything works out, but that's a worry. I don't know. Well, here's what here's what I would estimate happens. Syracuse remains in the ACC. The ACC is not going to disappear, but it's going to be a league relegated to clear second-tier status. You may say, well, Bill, that's kind of what it is right now. Not the way it's going to be. And I would say the future of their TV contract. Right now, they're making 30-something million. I would worry about that. Manning, I would worry about getting that kind of money. Florida State's not going to be around. Clemson doesn't want to be around. Miami will leave if they can. You cannot charge confiscatory rates with a diminished brand name league. I don't know what those numbers will be. But the ACC, I don't think, will die like the Pac-12 did, but it will be a diminished, clear, second-tier league. And Syracuse will be part of that, is what I would assume. Now, let's go back, just folks, just because it's fun to learn lessons. Let's go back to the summer of 2010. Is it not amazing? Now, just in your mind, think of this. From the summer of 2010, which we lived every day on SiriusXM, every day, it was, oh, my God, what in the bleep is going on? And the Pac-12 almighty is going to go in and pluck away Texas and Oklahoma, which just totally rips the Big 12 apart, right? Rips them apart. And there were moments 
there were a few moments where legitimately Texas and OU were probably gone. Probably gone. And they were going to take with them, they were going to take with them Oklahoma State and Texas A&M. How about that? How about that? And my boy, Dan Beebe, who's the guy I don't really like, was the commissioner. And this this whole mess got him fired. Eventually got him fired. And now think about it. They're gone. They're going out west. What is Ames, Iowa going to do when Oklahoma and Texas go to the Big 12 and they take Oklahoma State and A&M with them? What is Waco, Texas going to do? What's Lawrence, Kansas going to do? What's the little apple Manhattan, Kansas going to do? What's your future? Where are you going? Where's your TV revenue stream at for the future? And that was a big problem. These schools spent several weeks, weeks in this summer, now the summer of 2010, administrators probably not sleeping well wondering what is our future where are we going oh my god this is incredibly scary and we really haven't had anything like that since back to peter and syracuse we're approaching that same fright level again Now, we're not as advanced yet. We're just in the embryonic stages of this wave. But it's an ideal point that he touches on there. What happens, Bill? As we know, Texas and Oklahoma end up staying. A&M, shortly thereafter, a couple of years thereafter, ends up in the SEC. Nebraska goes to the B1G, so on and so forth. Colorado ends up out west. But fast forward here to the last couple of years, the Pac-12 just imploded. That high and mighty league that was going to raid the Big 12 and basically render it as a second-class citizen imploded about 13 years later. Boy, what if what if you had a futuristic machine and you could look 13 years during all that and say, hey, just be patient. The Pac-12 is going to implode. It's going to take a little over 10 years, but it's going to implode. You have no idea what's about to happen. Isn't that interesting? Completely the tables turned, and the Big 12 is a very solvent, healthy league right now. It is. It's not part of the big two, so what? It's a very financially liquid, solvent league. Very well led, too. And they've got some uh, interesting teams joining forces. Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado's coming back. Utah. How about that? It's, It's fun to go back and look at the twists and the turns 
and how there's no way you could have predicted the summer of 2010. Hey, guys, I know it looks bad right now, but in a little over 10 years, that powerful league out west that's real cocky and going to come in here to the southwest and take big browns like Texas and Oklahoma, it's going to implode. Just give it a little over 10 years. What? Whoa, whoa, you're – would you submit to a drug test with that thought? We need you – we need you tested. I'm not sure you're thinking correctly. Your, your behavior is, is worrying me a little bit here. Would you pee in the cup? We need, we need, to, we need, to, we need a sample here. Yeah, my boy Dan Beebe presided over that and um, made a fool out of himself doing it. Very good question by Peter. And, Peter, that would be my estimate based on February of 2024. The ACC is not going to die, but it will be diminished. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. I looked it up. Notre Dame's average ranking, final ranking, the last 10 years is about what I said. 10.8 or something. We'll get the break. Coming right back. Omni Nashville Hotel. morning, an accident getting some attention. It's going to be on 40 eastbound out there around McCroy Lane. That could slow you down as you come out of Dixon County just past Kingston Springs. Again, on 40 going eastbound on this crash. It's really loading up now with heavy traffic volume right on schedule, actually. On 24 westbound up through the Hickory Huddle area in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, wrapping up that wreck uh, coming from Wilson County towards Rutherford on 840 going westbound just before you get around Central Pike. Princess Hot Chicken has you covered for the big game coming up this weekend. Helping you with catering online. Check them out at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. 
It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Nobody knows more about college football history than Bill King. Okay, I'm up in Chicago. Hey, Bill, when academics gets taken out of the equation, the have-nots are going to have the locks on the building changed. It's been predicted a couple of years ago by Jack Swarbrick at some point, next five-plus years, there could be sports only on campus. I'm not going to class with you. I'm not going to class with anybody. I play over here on this team. Sam Dog, Bill, which has greater value, a spring game, all-star game, throw the Senior Bowl. Senior Bowl. Yeah, Senior Bowl. You're trying to make money right there. All-star games is a joke. Spring game isn't real football. It's, it's rigged football. By far the Senior Bowl. Now, again, I don't watch it, but by far it would be the – Senior Bowl. Sam Dog, Bill, think about players changing positions. Seems to me that it happened a lot more frequently in the 80s, 90s than today. I remember O-line moving to D-line and vice versa. Pollock started off as a fullback. Does it happen less or am I imagining this? I think it happens less. But but very rarely is it O-line to D-line. It's always D-line to O-line. Now, I've seen it happen, but it's rare. It's always, I'd say nine times out of ten, if a lineman's going to change sides of the ball, it's D-line to O-line. Because the thinking is, okay, you're a D-lineman, you're athletic, you're just not as athletic as the guy ahead of you, but if we put you on the offensive line, you're going to be one of the better athletes, 
And I think that's where your future is. Your upside is on the other side of the ball. I've seen that happen. I don't see it as much anymore, but I used to see it all the time. But it's D-line to O-line. That's D-line to O-line. And on defense, it's always about moving closer to the ball. If you've got a defensive end who's solid but not quite as athletic as you'd like, bulk them up a little more, move them inside. D-tackle position, three technique, whatever. If you're a... Outside linebacker who's pretty big. Let's say you're an outside linebacker. You're 6'3", 248. You're a good athlete, but out in space, you're, you're, you're struggling. You're struggling out from the hash to the sideline out there in space. That's a tough area to be playing. I mean, to have the flats, and not that an outside linebackers always got that, but that, that's a difficult space to, to govern. You're 6'3", 248, you're an outside linebacker, and they say, okay, let's get you to 260 and get your hand in the dirt make you a defensive end. And now you're a really good athlete there. That happens. Or sometimes maybe move you inside to the inside linebacker position. Now, Coach Pete, we were talking about that the other day. Middle linebacker is so important because you need to be very physical. You need to be a thumper. And you also need to have sideline-to-sideline type capabilities. Now, how many players are actually that good to do exactly what I described? That's a rare dude. And not only that, but you need to be a quarterback, meaning a defensive quarterback, because you're calling uh, alignment. You're calling plays, defensive plays. You, your, job, your job is to be a coach out there, a quarterback coach out there too, and to see things and to – make adjustments on the fly at the line of scrimmage, and there's a lot of things going on there. But, yes, it's it's usually D-line to O-line, almost always, and it's on defense, it's always a step closer to the ball. It's almost never more away from the ball, which means you better be a, a heck of an athlete out in space. A strong safety who's struggling might be a really good outside linebacker. Right? Things like that. Very rarely is it, uh, I'm going to take a strong safety, and now we're going to make them a corner, and they're going to be a really good corner. Those are not necessarily similar positions. Well, we're going to take a really good cover corner, make them a safety, and, and hopefully they'll be a thumper. That just isn't what it what it's made out to be. It's, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. But Sam Dog's right. I haven't thought about it in a while. But I don't know of position change. He's talking about Pollock. And David Pollock, even as a freshman, I'd watch Georgia. And what did he wear, number 47? And I think then he probably weighed 250. He, he in the trenches, I mean, was an absolute beast. And didn't have any of that side. Now, I think he pumped himself up to around 270. Uh, it's been a while since I've talked to David. I, I don't remember what his max playing weight was. But he got it on up there, but not nearly big enough. I remember he said we were playing Tennessee, and, and I was looking at the pregame, and he said, I saw John Henderson and Hainsworth. And those guys are both 6'7", 320. And superstars, right? 
He goes, I don't look like that. He goes, I remember thinking. Pollock was about 6'3", probably 270 at his peak, 275. It was just a freaking warrior, man. Love that guy. Just a warrior. And you know who else was a fullback? And might be the best ever at his position. Manning the position he ended up at, Jason Kelsey. Jason was a walk-on at Cincinnati. Remember, Travis came a couple of years after him. And Travis wasn't a walk-on. But Jason was a walk-on there. And I don't know which, was it Butch Jones? I don't know if it's Brian Kelly or Butch Jones. You guys would have to tell me. Got moved to center and was terrific. The problem he had, and I believe he went in like the sixth round as he was he was undersized. He only weighed about 280. And I remember scouts saying, he's the best guy out here. He's the best center by far in the draft, but he's undersized. So a lot of people passed on him and look at him. He plays at about 290, and he's just retired. And he might be, certainly of this era, might be the best center. He's, he's a... He's going to go in the Hall of Fame immediately. He was a fullback. Now, I don't know what he – when he first got to Cincinnati, I don't know if he weighed somewhere like 240. Walk on, going to play fullback. I'm not sure, but he is incredibly athletic. And he got moved. And let's face it. Fullback position is is obsolete. Josh up in Picktown, Ohio, says, Bill, in 13 years, Alabama and Georgia will be members of the B1G. Look at what happened the last time the B1G formed an alliance with a conference. (laughs) That's that's true. The West Coast imploded. So right now, Greg Sankey is part of this – get together with the B1G, not knowing Tony Petiti has got the knife almost ready to penetrate his spine. Almost ready. Georgia, Saturday night, mid-November, regular season game, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Book it. Book it. There you have it. Now, that ain't happening. That is not happening. Jimmy, who is Tennessee insurance dog, right here on the text line, which is 615-844-5600. Bill, is Kirby on the top of the coaching list with Saban retired? Yes, he's number one. You could say, now now there's various categories, but if it's where are we in the moment, I think Kirby would have been number one of the moment with Nick. And I know Nick beat him last time they played, fair and square. But overall, Kirby had already established himself as the top coach. Now, if you want to go historic, then it's Nick and it's not close. It's not close. But but Kirby, I think, had already assumed the current one slot. It's, and if anybody has a chance to do something that is not normal, which is go on a historic-type run, it's George. Because they've already got in place what is necessary for a historic run. Back-to-back national championships, just one year removed. Nobody else has anything near that. He's already got 
the building parts in place, the foundation, much of it, to do it. And they have everything they need to do it. Players, the proper coaching, resources, including facilities, money, support, fanfare, geography, everything. They have freaking literally everything. This is funny. Kevin in Muletown. Hey, Bill, I know Jeff in the Borough listens. Tell him Rick Barnes is 7-1 against Kentucky when Kentucky is ranked in the top ten. Went to Lexington Saturday night and beat them, what was it, 103-92, to never trailed. What's the stat? Kentucky losing back-to-back home games has only happened. Now, somebody help me with this stat. Eight times in history or something at Rupp Arena? Back-to-back home games because Florida went in there and beat them last week in overtime. Yeah, Florida went in there and beat them. Now, they didn't have D.J. Wagner, which which is a pretty big deal, but that doesn't – Kentucky doesn't defend anybody. That's that's the biggest problem. They can score tons of points, and their freshman, the uh, Dillingham kid, at thirty-five, they can they can score the basketball. They can't cover a bar stool. Is their problem? It's just, and I don't know. It, I don't know if that's getting fixed or not. It, it it certainly doesn't look like it right now. That it's getting fixed. Josh up in Picktown, just tuning in. Bill, do you have any thoughts on what the uh, Buckeyes are recruiting right now? No, I mean, everything's going well. Whether it's the recruiting, whether it's the uh, portal hall that is astoundingly good. No, they, they've, taken a, a, they've taken it another notch with what's in that portal hall. From a Buckeye perspective, as historic as they are, they've taken it another notch. The biggest threat to Georgia is Ohio State. Period. That would be absolutely uh, very interesting. Josh says, Bill, Nick Bosa could have played outside linebacker. Nick Bosa could play anything. Nick Bosa could be a big tight end. Think about that. Think about having him out there and throwing him the ball. Now, again, that's... I love tight end position, but that would be wasting his skill set. We all know that. He could play, let's face it, he could play defensive end. He could play outside linebacker. He could play, if you want to play him inside, he could do it. He could play a fullback if you had a fullback. He could play tight end. He could play goal line running back. He could play middle linebacker. There's five, six, seven positions he could play on the field and and look good at it. Yeah, he could. Noel Kev says, Bill, remember Travis Kelsey was a quarterback pre-getting booed and came back as a tight end. Yeah, he was a quarterback. Quarterback and then uh, played tight end, had a pretty good year, got drafted in the third round after that big match. He got kicked off the team for a drug test. And uh, apparently 
Jason had to do a whole lot of politicking to get him back on that team. I believe he sat out for a year. And look at where he is now. Right a Buckeye in Texas. Bill, the only way Josh's SEC prediction comes true is if the B1G would promise George and Bama they only had to play six conference games. <laughs> yeah, Georgia Bama come to the Big Ten, and uh, every year you only play six teams in league. You're fully eligible for the league championship, and we promise you four of those teams are Purdue, who else? We'll give you Purdue. We'll give you uh, Northwestern. We'll give you Rutgers. Now, Seattle's got things going, but we'll give you Rutgers. And um, I, we'll give you Indiana. We guarantee four of the six are those, those right there every year. Come on to Chicago. You'll feel just like it's the South. You'll never know the difference. That lake... That lake, that big old lake there in Chicago, whatever that thing is, Lake Michigan, looks just like the Emerald Coast. No worries. Looks just like Brunswick, Georgia, Jekyll Island. Looks just like Myrtle Beach. Not a problem. Come on. We'll get to <laughs> We'll get the break. Top of the hour, we will go to Bowls of Steel. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Still slow coming in through Kingston Springs right now as THP cleans up this crash on 40 eastbound just past Pinkrum and Kingston Springs before you get into Bellevue. That's slowing down that traffic flow for folks coming in from Dixon County towards Nashville on 40 east. It's heavy out here still on 24 east up there at the Jolton exit. That's all a result from an earlier crash we had. And also 24 is busy out of Murfreesboro, Rutherford County towards Nashville up through the Hickory Hollow area. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's time Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. Check them out at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. 
And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. And now, Keep It Clean Tree Service is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve in our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate Military Care Package to see how you could make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Keep It Clean Tree Service. For tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal, grinding, and site management, beautify your property with Keep It Clean Tree Service. Give the pros a call today at 615-480-0029. 615-480-0029. Or visit KeepItCleanSolutions.com. That's Keep It Clean Tree Service, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professional. Who care? This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. And you got to hand it to the Chiefs. They're a championship organization, championship pedigree. Mahomes is a winner. I think he's the new Brady. Travis Kelsey hasn't really played all that great all year. Dropped a lot of passes. He played like a man possessed. You know, 11 targets, 11 catches. The Chiefs proved you never underestimate the heart of a champion. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Got biscuits? Kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. You know, I, the external pressures on you know that are put on these guys to play before they're ready, I think is distasteful. I mean, Brock Bowers is the guy that's going to play if he can. I mean, he played through injury his freshman year. Uh, he played through a groin injury earlier this year. I mean, this guy's literally given his left nut. So let him heal. He'll play when he can. Now mark the tape there, Bill. Well, we did mark the tape. That's why you heard that. Oh, Crazy Charlie sent us. Patton, did you get those audio clips? I can grab them, but he had uh, several of them the other night. Yes, I I saw it on Twitter. That'll take some time for me to download them and cut them up. We don't need them right now. But, but yes, he uh, went through and pulled out some very, very good clips. from Some of them I'd forgotten about. Bo Pelini was in there. A bunch of good ones. Yeah, a bunch of. Bunch of very, very good ones. Back to the uh, Super Conference item. Let's just repeat. We already have two Super Conferences. And I think I know what you mean by that. You mean, okay, but Bill, what additional teams? Well, let's go back to the rule, y'all. Let's keep it simple. The KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid. Acronym. Keep it simple, stupid. Two definitions and two only when it comes to expansion additive or dilutive unless you're desperate like the ACC because of contractual information so you take Cal and you take uh, Stanford and SMU additive or dilutive super conference is already in place 34 teams y'all 27 states. Every, well, almost every big brand 
football entity is in one of those two leagues, except Notre Dame. And I think Florida State has reemerged, right, with the year they just had. Clemson, there's three. Unclear if Miami has reemerged. To date, they haven't. They've teased us a little bit. But let's throw Miami in there anyways. It's it's the name. It's the U. There's four. Who am I leaving out? You're not going to just add a bunch of teams just to create this super conference. Why? What do you bring to the league? Let me ask you something. If you were the head of a sales department at some business anywhere on the planet, you're the head salesperson, if you're going to hire somebody to join your sales staff, what do they need to be able to do? Bring something to the table. What can you do? In old-fashioned terms, can you go out, kill something, and drag it home for the business? Manning hunting, right? Back in the caveman days. Can you can you go kill something and drag it home? Metaphor there. What do you bring to the league? You don't add just to say we've got all these numbers. What do you bring? How do you make us better? That's the question. There's not many teams that are going to join these super conferences. They're not going to be invited into these leagues. You don't just gobble up teams just to say, oh, now we got, I knew we needed 20, there's 20. No. What do you do that makes us even better. What do you do that when you come and join, we have a confetti party, we're so happy? And it's it's totally football-related. It's totally football-related. And there aren't many like that. You've got Notre Dame. You've got Clemson. You've got Florida State. And I, Miami is going to be attractive to some extent, no doubt. That's about it. Now, what about North Carolina, Bill? That would be more of a geographical grab, probably. You're not taking North Carolina because of uh, Michael Jordan played there. Right? They've got a monster historic basketball brand. That's, that's, That's not what sells. Not, not in the SEC. And the SEC is a really good basketball league right now. Very good basketball league. But the the super conference thing's already in place. Now, how much more power are they going to grab? And where are these teams that are looking for a home? Where are they going to end up? That's a legit question. Richie down in Florida in the 352 says, Bill, that Kentucky stat. Two times since 1927, Kentucky has lost back-to-back home games, the first being the 2021 season, and then just now, Florida and Tennessee going into Rupp Arena and beating them back-to-back. So it's happened twice in the last 15 years. That's it in history, apparently, according to this stat. Hoptown boy, hey, Bill. 
Cal needs to hire Saban or Belichick as a defensive analyst. It's not like they're busy right now. Belichick didn't get a gig. Saban apparently doesn't want a gig. He just gave up one of the great gigs you could have. G word. I just used it. Yes. He just stepped aside. He doesn't need another gig. It will be interesting to see which network, I'm assuming, ESPN, and what they do and what what Saban will want to do broadcasting-wise. I'm guessing studio analyst. I don't know how much traveling he'll want to do, but but I'm guessing studio analyst. All right, we'll get the break. Coming right back. Balls of Steel in about 15 minutes on the Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Still running a little bit slow through the Kingston Springs area as a mop up an earlier wreck on 40 eastbound. Just past Pegram and Kingston Springs. That's really slowed down everybody coming in from Dixon County through Kingston Springs. Traffic still a little bit heavy up there in the Jolton area. Hopefully that'll start to thin out. It's been a little bit slower than normal from an earlier collision on 24 east near OHB. Traffic's really crowded now. Vietnam vets getting on that ramp to 65 southbound. It's picked up with more volume. 24 west coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro towards Nashville. 24-7 reliable Crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. Yes, I'm talking about Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Step through the doorway and immerse yourself in a state of total serenity. Welcome to Mokara Spa. Massage therapy, facials, body treatments, and more. Or try one of our signature services. These customizable services combine proven techniques with the latest spa supplements to help relax the body, restore the mind, and soothe the senses. Downtown now has a destination for you to do good things for yourself. A gift certificate to Mokara is the perfect present for the loved one in your life. Surprise someone with a trip to Mokara Spa. More information at 761-3600. Complimentary valet parking. Why not treat you and your loved one to a couple's retreat at Mokara? Call to arrange your gift certificates for Valentine's Day. Or simply take five minutes, leave your car with the valet, and stop in. Located at 255th Avenue South, inside the Omni Nashville Hotel. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now... With youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. 
to be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong steroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. America's first home for college football talk is the Bill King Show. Ken down in middle Georgia, Bill. The additive candidates for today's Super League what happened to the ones which lose appeal in 25 years? Is there a means to flush? Well, I would say the time to flush would be at the end of the grant of rights, whatever that is, whichever league you're referring to. And then you determine that this team's not worthy or this this school this program is not worthy and you you vote to get rid of them now i don't know that i've ever seen that happen let me let me repeat something living here just just in the 615 my entire life going back to the 70s and you'd have to live here to experience this okay Vanderbilt's right here in town. And my entire life, ever so often, maybe once or twice a year, somebody will say to me, Bill, why don't they just get rid of Vanderbilt? Why don't the SEC just get rid of Vanderbilt? What, what do they do for the league? What What is it that they bring to the table? They get a huge check every year, and it's increasing, for league affiliation, and they don't put anything into it. Nothing, Bill. As far as the sports that matter financially. And that's been simple. The SEC doesn't need Vanderbilt to be winning anything. And Vanderbilt's got an outstanding, again, Tim Corbin baseball program. But they don't need Vanderbilt. They've got the championships covered. Okay? Vanderbilt gives the league the academic presence that they get critiqued about not having. Right? Just sit over there, keep your uh, GPA up, keep bragging about how smart you are, and we'll keep you on the payroll. They don't need Vanderbilt to bring something. They don't need Vanderbilt football to be kicking AZZ. Okay? That'd be nice, but they don't need it. That's not something you sit around and you, you game plan for. They don't even get anything out of Vanderbilt basketball anymore. And Vanderbilt basketball, growing up, 
has always been a pretty key element for them. That's gone, too. Now, in the future, could there be a situation where you boot somebody out and this? I mean, I, I, I think that's unclear. I doubt it. I doubt it. Hey, you're not winning enough. Uh, we're going to run you off. Well, I mean, you knew that. When, when you took Rutgers in, you knew that. And Shiano's done a good job building them back up. Don't misunderstand me, but. Yeah, Ken, I guess that would have to be at the end of a grant of rights. And if everybody um, in the league, and I don't, every league's got their own procedures as far as voting, but you could vote them out, I guess, at some point. But, again, I, I don't – is there any example of a league booting a team out or a, a, a school out? School XYZ and League XYZ just told they're out. I don't recall anything like that. Yeah, I don't I don't recall. If there is a good example. Now, Georgia Tech and Tulane left the SEC in the sixties, but they left. Nebraska left the Big Twelve to go to the Big Ten. We've got all these examples. Missouri left the Big 12 to go to the SEC. Same with the Aggies. Same with now Oklahoma and Texas. But I don't recall in my lifetime a situation where league gets together procedurally, whatever that is for the league, votes a school out. All your programs, football all the way down to Marbles team, out. Bye-bye. Good luck out on the streets. You're going to need it. Yeah, I don't remember something. It's a good question. No, Ken makes me think, man. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Jim and Jupiter. Bill, Clemson and Miami have way more to worry about than Florida State. I believe Clemson is wanted by the B1G, but not sure. I don't know if Miami is. Florida State is wanted by the B1G right now. That's why I'm wondering, in these conversations between the SEC and the B1G, which are predominantly about the power of the future and how that's going to be allocated and adjudicated and all that, But you also need to be having conversations, which I'm sure they are, about schools. How do we want to go about this? Are we going to be honest with each other and talk about, okay, how are we going to go after these? What are we going to do? Or is that part of the conversation that says, frankly, I'm glad we're teaming up here, but when it comes to schools, every man for themselves. So you watch your back, I'll watch my back. But when it comes to that topic, we're not so chummy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think the most interesting part about that would be the game of do you really mean it that you don't want Florida State if you're the SEC? That's the thinking right now. And do you want the Big Ten planting a B1G flag in Tallahassee, Florida? It's hard if it's the ACC. That's that's not a threat. That's the fun part right there. Balls of steel when we come back. Omni Nashville Hotel.